Welcome to Life with Lori, coming to you direct from Gray Street at Morningside, USA. Joining Lori today is her co-host and daughter, Little Lori. And now, here's your host, Lori Baker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Life with Lori right here on Gray Street at Morningside. I'm so excited. I don't want to take one moment to talk about anything else right now except for who my special guest is, Jessie Green. She is a revivalist, a preacher. She and her husband, Parker, are the directors of Saturate Global and host tent revivals across the United States of America. Jessie has a new book called Saturate, Leaving Behind Status Quo, Religion for a Faith that Really Works. So I want to say welcome, Jessie. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. I love you so much. You are much. so precious. <laughs> I love your, your passion for yes. the Lord. I love it. It's contagious. <laughs> and we are so thrilled to have you. We, we had uh, Jesse on Jim Baker's show, and now I get to have you yes. on my show. And if you missed uh, Jim Baker's show, make sure you go and download the PTL app on your phone. You can watch all the shows. You can watch this show and as many times as you want right there <laughs> on your phone. But Jesse, this new book, well, first of all, how are you inspired to write this book? So my first book, Wildfires, I wrote in the midst of leading revival that started in Orange County in 2020. And uh, um, I, I wrote that book really quickly. And right after I finished that book, I actually had a vision. I was, God woke me up at three o'clock in the morning and it was kind of weird. I woke up and it felt like electricity was like burning through me. And all of a sudden, like a movie playing in front of me, I saw this huge wave crash on the beach. And all of a sudden, the wave drew back, and then another one came. And the Lord said to me that from 2020 to 2030, there was going to be seven waves of revival, and each wave was an opportunity for the church to return to him. Wow. And he was allowing this crashing to happen to bring people back to him. And so honestly, I just jotted down what I saw. I jotted down just quickly what each note was about each wave. And over the last two years, I just have been inquiring of prophets and of the Lord of what really in depth each wave meant. And then I wrote down as thoroughly as I could, because there's honestly so much in there. And there even is like, this morning, there's just more discovery with each word. <laughs> I love that I, because, well, the word is living and, yes. and it's always giving to us. Now, I just, let's just go through the waves real quick. Yes. And then we're going to touch on, you know, one or two with our, the time that we have allotted to us. But you, you talk about the first wave, wheat, tares, and the remnant. Yes. Yeah, so that wave, I believe, started in 2020. And so we're already, I believe, in the midst of the first, second, and third wave because each wave is connected to one another. Right. And that wave, I believe, was a shaking within the church really to show us, like the Bible verse says, the separation of the wheat and the tares, what really is of the Lord and what has been sown by the enemy. Yes, absolutely. I, and, and she breaks it down in the book. <laughs> so that's why you really need to get the book. And you can see on the screen, you... Um, one book for $25, but I like the friends and family, at least get three for $65. Remember, anytime you order anything on Life with Laureate, all 
all the proceeds go to Lori's house, which is a, ho a home of hope and healing to rescue babies from being aborted and to train the mamas up so they can go on with a wonderful life. But um, to go on with this, on, on, the, on the, dif the different waves, the second wave, you talk about the resurrection of the unborn. Yes. And we're going to talk about that a little bit, go into that a little bit deeper. I'm just going to go here on to the third wave, the prophetic showdown, yes. which is really, you say we're kind of right there we're right now. We're just on the very beginning. What's that, that mean real quick? Basically, I do believe this year, so mm -hmm. 2023, um, I believe that we are going to see an actual, like, Elijah confrontation mm. between the Satanic Temple and the New Age movement. Which is real. Which is Which real. is actually happening. Actually happening. We, this is the kind of stuff we report on on the Jim Baker show. Like, there's a big Satanic conference going on right now. It's like just out in the open right now, like yeah. in an aggressive way, like never in history. Like yes. they're putting, I don't know if people know if you're, you've seen this, but they're actually putting up satanic statues in government buildings yes. right now. I've been seeing that. It's we, insane. It is. And, and in schools, right? there are satanic clubs now mm -hmm. for after school programs for your children to That's sign right. up to. But I believe That's that the, the real prophets of the Lord and, not the fake ones. The real prophets are going to move in such a level of power mm -hmm. that's going to confront these real satanic agendas. And I actually think the news media is going to take a hold of this. I think so, too. <laughs> the news media is all of a sudden taking hold of things that, like prayer and things. that, right. we, And all of a sudden we're going, wow, from on a, because of a sports event. And right. people are praying. And uh, newscasters are praying on air. Right. Secular. I mean, <laughs> so God is doing something. He's, it's not. Totally. He really is in the midst of all this demonic and everything that, that so much of us have lived through. He's doing something where the whole world's going to see. Oh, it's a, it's really exciting. You're and you're just so <laughs> contagious. I just love your spirit. Okay, the fourth way you talk about national repentance. Yes. Real quick. Yeah, I, I actually believe that confrontation of the satanic temple and the pr real prophets is going to be like this aha moment that mm -hmm. many of us had when we first got saved. Yeah. And that aha moment leads you to a what must I do, Lord? And yes. you decide you actually really want to live for Jesus. Yes. But so many people don't know how real Jesus is. That's true. And so this kind of is another invitation to know him. I love that, Jesse. Okay, and the sixth wave is exposure. Yes. Well, I'm one... sorry. I, I'm sorry. Let me back up. I missed one. Fifth wave, cleaning house. Yes. So I do believe that God's going to be again, cleaning up the church, mm. cleaning up the deception. Mm -hmm. um, we read about in 2 Timothy in the end days. And yes. I think too much of that verse is very familiar in the house of God. It is. And I just think the Lord just wants to just clean it all up and wow. prepare his bride for his return. That's excellent. Okay. The sixth wave, exposure. So I do believe that right now, and also in a in the coming years that the Lord is saying, repent while you can. Mm -hmm. And he's so kind. And for me, he he's done this. Mm -hmm. He always allows us to repent privately with him. Yes. First. Yes. But. Isn't that true? I think mm. if you're in leadership and you're leading other people and you're deceiving people, there will become a time where if you're doing secret stuff and mm -hmm. you're not taking the invitation to return to him, 
he's going to be exposing that thing, mm -hmm. that thing on a public scale. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage you, if you're living in sin right now, repent and return to the Lord. Yes, if there's anything. You anything. even talk about this in one part of the book. I, I yeah. just read the book. And so you can see it's all marked up. It's highlighted. It's I'm going to go back and reread it and really soak it in. But... Um, but yeah, I think you talk about that exactly yes. in the book where if there's just that little nudge in your heart, right? Yes. That little something we that you... We call it rapid repentance in Okay, rapid... Re oh, that's good. And honestly, I know it's so simple, but I, like I just that. made it a habit where even when I just take a shower, yeah. I just say to the Lord, like King David said, I said, search me. Yeah. Is there anything in me that offends you? Yeah. And sometimes the Lord will be like, oh, you're a little prideful in that social media post. Oh. Or you gossiped a little bit too much at lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> it's those little things so because it's the little foxes it's that spoil little, the vine exactly That's, and like you Laura like I just love Jesus I do too. I just I, love Jesus <laughs> and you just want to be he's doing every everything you, everything his him be our everything absolutely and let people see him in us totally and when and you are and you have quite a testimony and you decide <laughs> you really have an amazing testimony of God's kindness and yes. mercy yes. that leads us to repentance yes. and i understand you i get you a lot <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I, like we get each other I, I i i wish i was more like you though you're just so darling and, and she's like 30 years younger but <laughs> she's got but you are so you you're way ahead of where i was at your age i will tell you but would you mind just sharing because you the second way that you focused that you focused on is um the resurrection of the unborn yeah yeah, actually, to be honest, Lori, I was a little confused when the Lord said that at first. Because um, as I saw the vision of the waves, he just said, like, the name of each one. And I actually had to spend a long time with him to actually understand what each wave was. So I heard resurrection of the unborn, which is kind of weird language. Mm -hmm. It's um, not like language you would use. No, like, I'm not going to call my friend and be like, so the Lord's, like, saying resurrection <laughs> of the unborn. Like, it's just... It's definitely prophetic language. Yeah. And as I spent time with God, I just, mm -hmm. um, and I share about it in detail in the book, but um, I just felt like the Lord was saying that, okay, so this, I don't know if this is going to be weird to say, but just say it. Um, I just feel like the days of the Lord having tolerance for um, the, the mass genocide um, when it comes to abortion and the deception when it comes to abortion and the church not having a voice um, really in this arena, I, I just felt like the Lord, Lord was like, I'm done with it. And I really felt like the Lord was like, I'm empowering the voices of women who have had abortions to actually speak the truth and tell their story and dismantle the lies of the enemy. Because, you know, organizations like Planned Parenthood yes. um, or these pro-choice movements around the nation that are mm -hmm. really um, propagating a lot to especially Gen Zs and millennials, telling them, like, we are for women. We stand on, the, on behalf of women. But I, I've had multiple abortions, and mm -hmm. I share about it in the story. As I have as well, for those who know my story. And I remember when we first connected about mm -hmm. that, and I know, you know, as I've gone out and preached, there will be times where the Holy Spirit will nudge on me and say, you know, share your abortion story. And I'm yes. always like, 
I know it's murder. Do you have to keep <laughs> condemning me for it? Yeah. I need hope and healing, you oh, know. I love that you right? say that. But it's true. It's so true. Oh, I, I know. Actually, I wrote <laughs> from that exact thing. So I was once in the car. I tell this story, but I was in the car going to a women's conference of all places. Oh, yes. Trying to get I encouragement and inspiration. Like how many it. of us have gone to conferences because we need some hope. Yes. And many, as I'm many, in the many. car, one of the pastors was talking about abortion mm -hmm. and they were like, you know, I don't understand why anyone would have an abortion. It's obviously murder. Like you're a murderer if you had an abortion. And I sat in the back seat and I thought I was going to throw up because yes. I had had multiple abortions and I'm sitting in the car and just the shame that just got piled on me. And uh, I just kept thinking, and I wrote a chapter called pro-life needs rebranding yes i want to talk about that i do think that we need to be better at how we actually change the course of history when it comes to talking about these things that's right yeah we've got to take we've got to take authority over it absolutely you know rick joiner taught me something many many years ago he said Lori, always remember this that something like this i wish i had the exact quote but it's in my spirit that he said everywhere you've been wounded is a place that God will use for his anointing wow. in other people's lives. Wow. So where you were wounded by abortion, where I was wounded by abortion, that means that we have the anointing, and that is so what you good. are saying. Yeah. This breaks the, sh the shame, yeah. the guilt, the, that, you know. Well, and there's it, a lot of people right now in the pro-life movement that are advocating for it that have never walked through it. Right. And, and they want to do it out of the heart, their exactly. good heart. Exactly, and their hearts are really good, but it's interesting how many women who have had abortions are so scared to talk about the oh, subject. Oh, absolutely. And I do feel like, as you're talking, Lori, I felt like the Lord prophetically right now was just telling me, like, Lori, I really do feel like this show and mm -hmm. what you're doing is empowering women to, to break off shame and to yes, actually get their voice back. Yeah. And I see you just like saying to women, like free other people, yes. like no shame on you, like right. run in freedom. And I think as more people start to see like, you know what? I don't, I won't operate in fear of man. Right. I won't come under the spirit of rejection. That's it. And I'll let the Lord use my testimony. Yeah. They will be so surprised the anointing that comes on them. Yes. And it's the anointing that breaks the yokes of bondage yes. in our lives. I mean, how could you and I be sitting here? And, and, and I mean, it is crazy. And the natural, this shouldn't be. But, right. but that we're talking about God. Yes. That's why I'm like when people go, I go, well, I actually believe in God. You yes. know, I actually do. I actually believe in Jesus, that he died for, yes. for our sins. And, and that the Holy Spirit is right here with us. That yeah. He's his guiding us. He's his directing us. He's our comforter. So he's our, he's so precious. Yeah. He's so gentle. He's such a gentleman. So I love good. to say as well. You know, I wrote this right here when you talked about the long game. I said, wow, so real and truthful. Look at, look at, see, look at Jesse. Maya. Me too. I'm reading. I'm writing. This is, I'm, oh, this is exactly. And, and you know, you said this, you, you go, I'll make this blunt, trigger the offense here. The pro-life movement is kind of cringe to me. Now I had to kind of think, what, what, what did that word mean? I had to go, wait, 30 years ago. Okay. What, what does cringe mean? Well, I got it. I got, okay. Kind of cringe to me, kind of not 
kind of, yeah, didn't, didn't <laughs> rub you right, right? Yeah, so what cringe yes, means? Exactly. <laughs> Have to help me, young people. Okay. <gasps> okay. When women are scared, yeah. alone, broken, and pregnant, and we are only communicating to them that they are murderers and should keep the baby because the science proves the fetus is a child, I just don't know how well that is going to work in the long game. And then I wrote here, this is why Lori's house. Wow. Yes. Uh, isn't that true? <laughs> That's why we have to That's, have places for women to come. I, and feel I honestly safe. feel like even just right now, I feel like there's people that are watching and you've actually been asking God like what your next step is mm -hmm. and you want to actually help advocate for life. And yes. I actually wonder if you're Jeez. supposed to start something like mm -hmm. Lori's house mm -hmm. or even just help one pregnant woman. And you talked about that in yes. the book. You said, have some cash on hand. I mean, you literally you give some practical suggestions. Yeah, like we've bought like strollers for pregnant women. And I had one girl tell me that she was going to have an abortion. And we were in a coffee shop and I shared this story. And I, like, I didn't know how to create a movement or Lori's house. Right, or I was sure. just a girl in New York <laughs> and I didn't want my friend to have an abortion. Yeah. And I just said to her, I was like, listen, if you decide to keep the baby mm -hmm. as your friend, I just commit to help you. And That's she ended up keeping the baby. And I think for some of you, you know, maybe it doesn't mean starting a huge organization. Maybe it means like helping one person That's and right. paying for the expenses for their baby. We bought their crib, their dot, like all yeah. the different things. Everything you need. And she got a new job. She got into a healthy relationship. She got full of the Holy Spirit. And it was almost like <laughs> so acting good. like a Christian. Yeah, acting actually <laughs> helped somebody. <laughs> acting like a Christian helping somebody. Oh my goodness! But that's so good. That's yeah. the, that is the key. Yeah. That's I know. I, I did the same thing. I'm just <laughs> thinking back. I'm like, oh my goodness, my my best friend when she got pregnant and we were we were in our twenties and I'd been through abortions. She'd been through a few. I said, Bobby, that's enough. Yeah. We're stopping this craziness. Now yeah. she found herself pregnant again and, you know, um, yeah. was going to go have another abortion. I said, no, I'm going to help you. Yeah. We're going to do this together. That's and that's, that's exactly what, and that's what we did. And now Nikki, she's 36 now. So I mean, you know, <laughs> she's about your age, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking at you. I wish I would have found you. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, really. But um, all that to say, you know, you have, you have been through so much and we're just really hit on this one subject, everybody. But the, you know, Jesse is very prophetic. You are very prophetic. And I am excited for what God has to have a younger generation yeah. really gives a lot of us, you know, baby boomers. Because <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always talking to you, baby boomers. I really, you know, because I'm a boomer through and through. Um, <laughs> I <love> but, <laughs> but I think we kind of failed your generation and in so many ways. And so if there's anything that we can do to help promote yeah. this generation that you're speaking into. See, to me, social media is, I want to be really cool in the social media and all that, <laughs> but then I'm just not, you know, I'm just sorry, guys, you know, but, but then I read about all these things, you know, yeah. and, and how you keep up with all this. So, well, that's why I will say, Lori, I think it's really important. Um, I don't really share about it in this book, but I've preached about it a lot of the synergy of the generations. Mm. And that's why even like, it's oh, like important that. for me to prioritize being on Jim's show on your show because yes. 
Um, I actually do believe in this move of God that the Lord is creating a synergy of the mm-hmm. generations where his glory, it goes from glory to glory it instead does. of that baton falling every oh, generation. That's I believe good. that what you guys have pioneered mm-hmm. in, what you've paid a price in, our generation can humble ourselves, mm-hmm. learn from the older generation, mm-hmm. and then we can actually take ground in America yes. versus constantly having to restart over and over and over again as revival history has That's showed right. us. That's right. That's right. Oh, well, our time is up, Jesse. I'm so bummed. But here's the thing. Everyone needs to get this book, read it, and and. Pr- here I am, Lord, send me whatever the cost. I'll pay it. I just open up to that. <laughs> there it is in the book. I'm like, but you got to mean it. Yeah. I, and when you do it from your heart, he will send you. He will oh, yeah, take your life and <laughs> use it beyond your wildest imagination. Um, you know, you also, there's a, there's a chapter in here that I wish we could have hit on, but it's about um, witchcraft in the church. <laughs> and it's real. It's a real yes. thing. But you, you broke down. Romans 8 28 yes. you said you really got into studying Romans 8 yes. which I love Romans 8 I can't say it's my favorite book in the Bible but it probably is <laughs> I have probably my favorite book and my favorite chapter Romans 8 when you really break it down yeah. so many years ago when the Lord you know was talking to me he said Lori what would you choose as a life scripture to sign books or you know autographs oh, whatever I like <laughs> and I chose Romans 8 28 very purposely because it says for we know yeah. that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. So good. And that's what you discovered in yes. this. And you wrote about that in I this I discovered, book. and I feel like I'm on a journey of still discovering. Always As will be. you just, I continue to learn to lay down my plans and just trust yes. him. He will put you in exactly the right place at exactly the right time he will. according to his purposes. His purposes. Yeah. That's why. It's all about him. Yes. And he works. How could he take two broken girls, really? <laughs> You're looking at two broken girls yeah. from two separate generations yeah. and and work everything together for good really for, hers, <laughs> for his purposes. So if he'll use Jesse Green and he, or he'll use Lori Baker, he'll use anybody yeah. who just says, Yes. Absolutely. And you wrote that in your book, too, something yes. like that. But yes. I, I underline that yes, too. Yeah. There's so much here for you to glean from, to learn from, to ask God. I would get this book, um, Baby Boomers, get it for your kids. Get it for your grandkids. I know I said it at the top of the show. I really mean it. Jesse, I'm going to ask you to pray as the Holy Spirit leads you. Yeah, we have a minute boy. plus left. Yeah. Let him just lead you. Yeah, I just pray right now that the real living Jesus, the one that died for your sins and rose from the dead, that you would actually know him. Yeah. Um, not just an idea of him, but that you Jeez. would know him, that you would be full, overflowing with the Holy Spirit, not a question of do I have him, but you would know that you know that you know that Jesus loves you that he is living inside of you, that he has anointed you, that he has called you, and that you would break off every entanglement of distraction, that the enemy would have no hold in your life, and any kind of attack against you, against your family, and generational curses on your family, I just bind it Mm. and break it 
right now in the name of Jesus, and I just believe right now for many of you, the Lord says that he is exchanging death for life. And I just speak right now life over you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I agree with you in Jesus' name for each and every single one of you. And pray for Jesse. Pray as Jesse and Parker. By the way, She's a mom. She she's a mom, not of just children in heaven, yes, but children three here. Little ones, three yes. little ones. How old are they? I have a six-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old. Uh-huh. And she's doing this ministry thing, guys, all <laughs> over the country. It's crazy. It's wild. A husband and three little ones. Yeah. So pray for Jesse, okay, ladies? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming yes, all this way. Thank you so much. Can't wait to have you back oh, again. Get the book. Get saturated in him. He loves you. And I love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.